What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Brand new episode for everybody. 124. Moving on up in this piece. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing good, man. You know, despite the uh, lackluster All Star Weekend, these uh these shows have been keeping keeping me uh, uh entertained, man. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, let's get right into it, man. NFL is pretty, season's pretty much done. Um, right now, pretty much getting ready to go into uh, NFL free agency. A lot of speculation going on, man. With these, uh, who's gonna get a franchise tag? Who's not? Your boy Danny Dimes wants forty-five million. <laughs> Sorry to tell you, buddy, but that's not happening. I heard a, I heard a funny line today. It was uh, they were talking that like he fired his agent and he's looking for big. Mo- he's like, like, yeah. And we hear that we hear that he's looking for forty-five million. And the guy goes, well, yeah. I mean, I'd like forty-five million too. If we're just throwing <laughs> money around. <laughs> so, so, Rich, I'm here to say I, I will take forty-five million. If uh, someone's willing to hand it out, yeah, man. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. He does have the, he does have the leverage here, you know, with the Giants. But ultimately, I think uh, it, it wouldn't be a wise decision for them to, for them to sign him to uh, such a lucrative deal like that. I think they're better taking uh, t- taking their chances and getting a replacement uh, than looking for a quarterback in the draft uh, for, further down the line. Not to mention, there's a bunch of quarterbacks come that are free agents now that uh, could possibly replace him. So. Yeah, I mean, tough tough time for Danny Dimes. We asked for forty five million. I mean, he's coming off of a, a I would say, a decent year. I'm not gonna go and say it was, you know, amazing, but it just seems like seems like a lot. Yeah, don't get me wrong. This is this has been his best season of his career, but ultimately, um, he only threw for fifteen touchdowns. So right. that's like one, not even almost, not even won a game, like almost won a game, pretty much. But yeah, he did, he did a lot of work. He did a lot of work on the ground too. But you know, to me, like. Unless you're, there's only a handful of guys that can really sustain the 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 work on the ground, right? I mean, it's just not. Even you saw Hertz kind of do it this year, but even I would say towards the end of the season, he's backing off of it, and and those guys just don't stay healthy. So I just don't think that that is what you should be banking your forty five million dollar ask on. Oh yeah, and um, you're not gonna pay forty five million to a quarterback that makes you one dimensional. Right. Um, especially uh, with the teams in our division, uh, we're gonna need to air the ball, air the ball out. So I mean, I'm I'm sure we're gonna address uh, the receivers in the off season, uh, get some upgrades. But we're gonna we're gonna need the quarterbacks that are gonna be able to sling it. So mm-hmm. uh, from what sure. I can tell, I mean he's decent, but you know I don't know if he still needs uh we need better weapons for to him to showcase that. But if not, I mean there's plenty of other quarterbacks out there. Uh, of the quarterback, of the free agent quarterbacks, he's probably like the fifth, fifth or sixth one. Uh, best one available, so I'm not too uh, gun ho on uh, signing him back. You know, if we lose him, we lose him. Uh, that way, we save cap room, and then uh, you know, we get a better quarterback. It sounds like a great play on paper, Rich. Let's see what they can pull off. Yeah, but I, but for some reason, I feel like we're gonna lose him and uh, uh, Barkley. So it's gonna yeah. be uh, it's gonna I, be interesting I, I, all season. I think it depends. You know, if they lose, if they lose, if they lose uh, Danny Dimes. I think it just depends on. I mean, obviously, they need to bring in a quarterback, so it depends who they bring in, and then. Then you can really make uh, make the decision on on Barkley. If if you're if you're going in full tank though, like I just I don't see the Giants doing that. So no, no, I think I think they'll franchise uh, Barkley because uh, I mean that's the cheaper of the options. And then uh, 
But then I, that's the thing. We got to get receivers. So um, mm-hmm. we got to see what we can do in, in reference to possibly drafting one with this draft pick or uh, trying to pick somebody up in a free agent. I think the franchise tag for running backs is like $18 million. Um, So I, you know. I know it's a lot I get, cheaper. I get, uh, I get doing that, but I think that you can you can sign him to like a two-year deal where you kind of put all the money up front and then figure out what to do, right? Like, I just, I, I don't think, maybe they franchise him and then try to figure it out, but I feel like it's a lot of, a lot of guaranteed money. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Worst case, worst case scenario, we franchise, we franchise Barkley and then, um, you know, get a cheaper quarterback than um, mm-hmm. Danny Dimes trying to get 45, so. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, I mean, we had, uh, then we got the Lamar Jackson situation going on. <laughs> are they going to fran- normal franchise him or are they going to exclusive franchise him? That's the, that's going to be the question, man. Um, I think that's going to be, it's pretty much with the quarterback is going to be dominoes, like a domino effect, whether or not Lamar gets franchised and if uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, gets traded or not and demands a trade. And I think mm-hmm. once, once either of those two things happen, that's when uh, we'll see what uh, pans out with Derek Carr and then uh, some of the other quarterbacks like uh, Garoppolo and uh, some of the others. Yeah, I, I think ultimately the Ravens do sign him. I, I don't think that they franchise him, or if they franchise him, they do it and then work out a long-term deal. I, I think franchising your star quarterback just sends the wrong message, right? If you can't sign your your star quarterback to a, to a contract, then then what are we doing here? And and I know that you know it's a protection play, right? Like if if they have to do it, they'll do it. But I think that they franchise either try to sign him up before the franchise tag deals are up, or they tag him last minute and get a deal done before the season. So I don't think you're franchise tagging him and hope to let him go at the end of the year. So if they tag him, I, I would assume that they're either going to work out a long-term deal or they're going to trade him. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. Cause uh, if you put that exclusive tag on him, that's 45 million. And then not to mention uh, if, if you don't get a deal done, now you franchise him again. Uh, you're looking at over 50 million, so you're looking at close to oh, almost 100 million in guaranteed money in two years if uh, they don't figure out a deal. But either way, I mean, he he still wants to guarantee money. So I mean, you might not get, you might not have to dish out 100 within the first two years. But ultimately, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because there's going to be a lot of teams. Even if he doesn't get the exclusive, there's going to be a lot of teams that don't mind giving up two first round picks compared to. Uh, your boy Deshaun Watson, they gave up three to get him, and that right. was in a trade. So, yeah, and then I, I think that once that once that happens, or once whatever happens with Lamar, which should happen here in the next, you know, I would guess a couple of weeks or so, free agency starting, I believe it's March twelfth, thirteenth, something like that. We'll see how the rest of the dominoes fall from there. Because yeah, like you said, you got Carr, you got Rogers, you got Jimmy G. So, and you got probably fifteen teams that want to that, that could use an upgrade at quarterback. So. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, this is one of the more interesting off seasons in terms of uh, QBs because you actually have some decent guys. I'm not going to say that they're like you know well, outside of Rodgers, who's the next MVP, but his age. I, I think that you got some guys that, that that can play the position at a at a pretty high level. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go as far as uh, some of the the Jets reporting and say that Derek Carr could be a Hall of Famer, but we'll uh, we'll say he's he's a Average to above average quarterback. Yeah, but I think I think he can get it done in a system where you got a great running game um, and a good defense. He's not one. Don't get me wrong. He did turn over the ball a lot this year. One of his uh, highs and as far as interceptions. But ultimately, with the right coaching, if you got a good run game where he's not throwing 
30 passes a game and kind of keeping those turnovers down. So that it could definitely be done. He could definitely lead a team to, you know, deep in the playoffs uh, with the right yeah. build. So, yeah. Then we got the uh, NFL draft coming up. I mean, these mock drafts are looking crazy, man. <laughs> they got your boy from uh, Georgia going number one now, Jalen oh, Carter. Man. Yeah, man. Oh, that's, I'm that's big, the Bears, though. Yeah, if the Bears don't trade out of that pick. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Someone that had, that had Bryce Young going uh, number one to someone after yeah. the trade. Yeah, so either it's, it's going to be a lot of. Uh, I'm not going to lie. If I'm the Bears, I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna trade. I'm going to trade away uh, Fields, man. Just because of the haul you can get back, because they need a lot of help. Yeah, you, yeah you no, can, I, I agree. I, I think it, that I think they have to move that pick. It's just who do you move it to? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Either either you move the pick or you move Fields for for one of the other quarterbacks. But honestly, I, just, I, I, yeah, I like Fields I'm, better. I'm, I'm not moving Fields. Yeah, but I think I, I like Fields better than uh, any of the quarterbacks in this draft. But yeah, um, but some people some people feel like uh, your boy um, um, Young is a potentially better quarterback. So or uh, equal quarterback, but he's a lot smaller. Um, that's the real thing that concerns me. Similar to Tua, I mean, once once you get in the NFL, the game speeds up. Um, you're pretty much dealing with the biggest, the biggest and fastest of uh, all the college football players, all in one spot. So it's going to be interesting to see how that how this pans out as well. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, outside of that, they got pretty much uh, about two. They got pretty much got like three quarterbacks going in the top ten. You know, between Stroud and uh, the other guy from Kentucky. Uh, Will boy, uh, yep, Will Levis, and then uh, the other, this other quarterback sneaking up too from Florida. He's another big guy, six four, like two thirty two. Oh yeah. He, um, Anthony Richardson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he, he was kind of like the hot pick early on for Heisman. He was off to a he got off to a really good start, but then he kind of he faded. Yeah, fizzled out. So probably looking at almost four quarterbacks going in the top ten. It's crazy when this happens, when they say, like, you know, it's not it's not a good quarterback draft, and then all of a sudden it's like, hey, there's, like, eight guys that are going to draft. <laughs> the top of the game. They yeah. Well, that's the thing. It always happens. It just is supply and demand, man. Like, some of these teams can't afford to not pass up on, you know, pass up to pass up on a quarterback. Because if you don't get one now, you, you never know when you'll be in a position to get one. So, like I said, man, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how these uh, quarterbacks fall out. Because we're really gonna see what happens come um, the comp, you know, combine. And so when they get the full measurements and if they get if these guys throw, which most likely they probably won't. Maybe you know two of them will, and uh, the rest of them pretty much gonna save it to the pro day. But and then you know one one uh, oh, the uh yeah the Wonderlic uh, t- uh, results come back and um, says like one of these quarterbacks are not very bright. And then uh, but I'm definitely looking forward it, forward to it. So for sure. Hopefully uh, the Giants can uh, sneak up a receiver um, in this draft, but I mean we don't have the we don't have a, a top pick, man. So what uh what were you drafting? Like twenty third? No, I think it was oh, like yeah, that's right. I forgot that they went through the first round there. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, if not, <clears throat> probably go. I don't know. We're twenty fifth, man. Um, maybe sneak a ed, uh, edge rusher if he uh um is still around. If not. I'm not gonna lie, the other running back from Texas was good too, the John Robinson. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's if uh, you know we part ways with Barkley and um, have to end up trading him or something. So, a lot, and, of, uh, a lot of options. Oh yeah, definitely. But definitely looking forward to uh, I hope the off season is spicy. Mm-hmm. It's gonna keep us entertained during the during the off season. Then uh, I think that's it for the NFL. And on to the NBA. I mean, NBA just wrapped up All Star Weekend. Um, 
not the best all-star weekend we had well we had the celebrity game on friday then we had the uh rising stars after that not gonna lie i wasn't really impressed i like i like the fact that they switched it up you know they did different teams but ultimately uh it didn't give the same like hype um yeah yeah as, as it used to as it used to because then you could see like uh um certain upcoming stars go at it yeah I used to like when they did the the rookie one, like the straight rookie game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was more like, you know, you, you kind of, maybe you don't know the all the rookies and it kind of gave you a flavor. I'll never forget, like, I think it was like the 95, 95 or 96 when like Damon Sotomayor was a rookie and, and they had a, it was just a really cool event. I, and that one, for whatever reason, stuck in my head because of the Raptors jerseys at the time. Yeah. Um, but now it's like Rising Star could be like a guy that's like four years into the league or something. So it's a little, it's, a little, it's like it's like the guys that are not quite good enough to be all stars in the league, but are still young enough that they probably will be. And and you could tell that some of the guys just like some of the guys like enjoyed it, but some of the guys didn't want to be there. Yeah, pretty much. That's what I said. Yeah. I, I think I think they need to switch it back to like the either like the sophomores versus the rookies or um, yeah, you yeah, know, that keep was it sophomores versus rookies. Yeah, yeah. Like keep it keep it like restricted, where it's like those first year players versus the second year players, or yeah. or we're seeing the first and first and second and second in two different games, just so you can kind of that way you get to see um, the the different names of upcoming rookies and upcoming right. sophomores that you might have not got to see because they're all on OKC because they have thirty first round picks. <laughs> but um, I think it's going to be interesting to see how things pan out. I'm sure. I'm sure next year is going to be a lot different because you're going to have some of the some of the hype. Um, you know, with Victor and then um, um, Scoots, uh, depending on how how things pan out. You know, next year for them when they play. So yeah, I'm like so mixed on on uh, just just the whole weekend in general. I mean, it used to be like something I really look forward to, and now it's. You know, starting with the the Friday night game, I don't know. I just it, and maybe it's just me being old and grumpy, but like I don't know. Like it just I like I like some of the older stuff that they had, and, and obviously they they're trying to keep like the dunk contest and three point contest, but three point contest has probably overtaken the dunk contest for me at this point. Yeah. Although mm-hmm. you know, I did watch Mac McClung and and it was pretty pretty cool, but it's just it's not the same without having like the bigger stars and and the Vince Carters and you know those kind of guys and in the like Mac McClung is barely on the 76ers and like, no, you know, I know the guy is like, had like, I think they said like 300 different teammates over his career. And he's just like working his ass off to get to the NBA, but like no offense, Mac McClung, but I, I'd rather see like LeBron and Ant and those guys in the dunk contest. Yeah. They asked Ant if he's going to do it. He said, Nope. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Like these guys that can dunk in game, where you know, even Jalen, like a Jalen Brown, the guy's like an amazing, you know, it's never gonna happen because these guys, I don't know, it's either incentive or it's just not worth it for them to get injured because you know they're gonna make fifty million per year on their next contract if they're healthy and hit all their all pro, you know, whatever they need to hit. So it's like these guys are never gonna be in a dunk contest, but um, just kind of sucks. Yeah, I honestly think I think you got a double and I will, I don't say double, but make the Andy crazy where it's either an um an average I wanna say average salary, um probably higher than that. Like a a uh top twenty um salary or where it's like twenty million dollars or or something crazy where for somebody to go play in this and, and win it, you're you're pretty much doubling your income in a year. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Like so something where it's yeah, yeah. 
mean, I just, they're, they're never going to shell out that much money. I mean, it took them like forever to get to the million dollar mark on doing it. And now it's like, again, like if you're not, you know, if you're not, if you're over, what is it? Four or five years in the league, you're, you're making boatloads of money already. If you're still in the league. So it's like, yeah, but it's like a free, but that thing is like a free signing bonus. If you think about it, like if I'm, if I'm LeBron, I want LeBron's on, he probably don't care, but if I'm like, uh, I want to say like Jao or Zion or somebody, one of these, um, I want to say rookies, but younger players are kind of still on the younger, the first contract for me to get 50 or 40 million from winning the dunk contest. I'm definitely putting a lot of effort in it and trying to win it. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they did that, I, I mean, I think you'd probably pull guys and just, they're just never going to, they're never going to do that. Put that much money on the line for it. Um, so as long as it stays around a million or 2 million, like, these guys are looking at and saying, well, you know, Jaws looking and saying, I'm not going to potentially hurt myself somehow and cost myself, you know, getting all pro this year or all NBA and then missing out on my max extension in two years. Right. So that's, that's what, that's what they're looking at. And, you know, I don't blame them. It's a business decision, but it just sucks for the fans. Yeah. Or maybe including the contract, if you do, a certain amount of dunk contest or three point contest. Yeah, um, so, so, you, so here's the issue with that though. The owners are never going to sign off on that because they don't want their guy getting hurt at dunk contest if they're going to invest all this money into him. Well, I mean, the NBA, the NBA probably needs to have some kind of uh, insurance policy where they say if your play, if your guy gets hurt from uh, any of the All Star activities, yeah, um, it does. It doesn't. The salary doesn't count towards your. It goes to like an NBA salary, which is an escrow or some some craziness like that. Yeah, it's it's probably too difficult, but they could figure something out. It would be great to see those guys in it. Definitely, we're gonna have to keep our fingers crossed. Yep. Then outside of that, I mean, got about what twenty five games left in the NBA before playoffs. How you feeling about your team coming out this uh this uh little, last little quarter of the, uh, of the season? I, good, good. I, you know, I think that they're they're getting healthy. Uh, obviously, uh, the Jays look good in uh, uh, in in the All Star game. Tatum bringing home the MVP. Not that it, it really mattered because it was just a glorified uh, game at Rucker Park. But, uh, <laughs> but no, I think I think you know I, I like the I like where they're at. I think that the break was good for Smart and Williams to get healthy and and ready for the stretch run here. And you see other teams that are kind of beaten up a little bit. Obviously, you know. Brooklyn getting dismantled, and then um, you know Giannis has got a wrist issue uh, that's going to keep him out for a little bit, and and he, you know even Chris Middleton's there, but he hasn't. I think he's still coming off the bench. I don't think he's playing full minutes yet. So yeah, I mean can't can't be upset right now, but uh, again, got to finish off the season because the the Bucks are right there and they're not going anywhere. Oh yeah. It's gonna be interesting uh two man race uh between yeah. you know those you you guys and the Bucks. I don't think uh Philly or the Cavs can uh, catch you guys, but no. that's gonna be interesting second round matchup. Um if you if you guys have to play any of those teams. So don't get me wrong, I think definitely still think you can beat them, but it's uh gonna be a better matchup, uh better basketball to watch compared to uh, you know, let's say if you guys play the Hawks the first round or uh, the Wizards the first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the Hawks are in disarray. Wizards. I'm not. I'm not really overly worried about the first round. You never know with those teams, but, but yeah, it's it's if you can avoid the the Bucks until you know the, the Eastern Conference Finals. Or, yeah. You know, even the Heat, right? I mean, the Heat just they're they're kind of built for the playoffs with Bam and and Butler and and Harrow and that team. Um, just got Kevin so, Love too. Kevin Love, great, great. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like Miami. Just wants everybody. They're like the Yankees of like 2004. 
2005, like just trying to get any guy that will come come play for them. I don't, I wouldn't say the Yankees. I feel like they they kind of nabbing some people out of their prime, like you know Kevin Love, Mike Lowry, which is really not going to help them too much. But right. Um, Ultimately, I don't think they're that much of a good team compared to uh, how they were before. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, Knicks, Knicks right now sitting at the sixth spot. Hopefully, we mm-hmm. can sneak up into that uh, four or five range, about five, six games back. So, it's going to be interesting to see, you know. And that, that Jalen Brunson contract is looking like a deal right now. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's playing great. He was felt Some people felt like he was a snub, that he didn't get a all-star selection. But ultimately, um, I mean, he's doing his thing, man. Uh, Knicks need yeah. the point guard for a while, and he's delivering. Uh, Randall's playing, having, having, it's having one of his best seasons yet. We kind of need RJ to get healthy and figure it out. We just got to figure out our bench, man. But ultimately, it's going to be interesting this season, as far as so far as who we get to match up against. Uh, if we mm-hmm. land up in that you know four or five spot, or if we go to that, if we stay in that six, then we're going to be playing playing the uh, right. 76ers. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think that's the I don't think that's a good matchup for us. Even though I think we could win a few games, but ultimately I think uh, um, they might take that down just because Embiid, unless he gets unless he gets hurt. Yeah, which is it's definitely in play. Fifty-fifty chance. Then uh, on to the NHL. I mean, the Bruins are on pace right now for the best uh, season in NHL history. I mean, they're killing it on both sides of the ball. Well, not ball on puck, so to say. <laughs> um, I'm uh, I'm interested to see if uh, how things pan out as far as uh, if they can uh, match that match that best record and then if uh, they can uh, take it all the way. Yeah, you know the, the East is tough, man. It's it's a it's a battle up there. You get the Bruins, obviously Toronto below them. Um, Hurricanes have been playing really well. Uh, Devils, maybe your Rangers are right in there. But but yeah, I mean you know I think Marshawn came out and said it today. He's like you know. No one cares about the regular season, right? In the end, like when you look back on things, cool. We had the we had the best record. That doesn't matter to these guys. The only thing that matters is is uh, hoisting that cup at the end of the year. So what what you know what they need to do with the last twenty five games or so is just you know dial in their game, stay healthy, and and get ready for the playoffs. No different than than I would say what what the Celtics should be doing in the NBA, kind of a similar type deal, right? Like just get healthy. Uh, figure out your game. Figure out you know the the points that that haven't been been working so much. I mean, like the power play. Uh, I, I know they haven't been awesome on the power play lately, and and get those dialed in before before the playoffs start. Yeah, that's all. Ultimately, that's a kind of similar to like Golden State, man. Like when they uh, yeah, exactly when they had that crazy record, and you know they end up losing uh in in the finals, pretty much uh, to them. And then that's that uh great record didn't matter because they didn't win. No, it doesn't matter. Like yeah, they. They're now the team that won 73 games and then win the finals, right? Like the Bulls won 72 games, set the record, and won won the championship. But in the end, they don't talk about the Bulls winning, you know, 72 games. It's it's the, the champ, you know, championship. Like again, Patriots go 16 and 0. Nobody really cares because they lost the Super Bowl. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, that's uh like uh, Tom Brady said. I mean, if he would give back two rings to uh finish that season off <laughs> with, with the perfect director, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure he'd give them, I'm sure he'd give more than two back to, to, to get that, get that game back. Oh yeah. But your boy Eli Manning, man, came through, yep. came through twice on him. I mean, P, we had P, uh, we had the PGA, uh, your boy, your boy Ram took down the event, <laughs> um, made me some money, wish it was a uh, homo, but Hey, I'll take it, man. Yeah, uh, it was good. Um, you know, like we talked about, Riviera is one of the 
cooler courses uh, that they play, and it seems like it's a course that all the players like. Tough course, it's got a couple quirky holes that that uh, are difficult, and then we got you know we got the return of Tiger. Uh, it was a really fun uh, Thursday night watching him finish uh, with three birdies and, and hit that last putt on, on, on 18 to shoot a 69 on Thursday. You know, I thought overall, I thought he played played pretty well, all things considered. First time playing, I would say, five rounds back to back to back. Shot 67 on Saturday. I got it to five under at one point and then was able to, you know, d- didn't didn't play well on Sunday, but was uh, was able to finish it off. Um but yeah, I, you know, I thought he, he looked good. The the swing looked good. I think the putter was a little rust, rusty. On Friday, I think he missed like five or six inside of eight feet in the, in the on the first nine that that really killed him. But yeah, he looked good. But the story the story again is uh is John Rahm is playing some some of the best golf we've ever seen. I would say Tiger like golf from from back in the day. You know, I think he's won we have five of his last seven starts, something like that. Um, he's just constantly right there. Uh, him and Homa had a good. Good little battle, but uh, um, you know, Rom hit the shot he needed to hit, and then was able to take Homa down on Homa's home course. So I'd expect to see these guys continue to play well. I mean, this week is the Honda Classic. I think a lot of guys take this week off. I'm probably looking at like a guy like Sun J M this weekend. If you're uh, you know into that gambling thing, uh, Shane Lowry, another guy. But next week is uh, is the fun is a, is the fun one. I'd say it's like the first of the. Not the real big. It's 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 the first. It's the it's the fifth major. It's the the Players Championship down at Sawgrass. Everyone knows that 17th hole, obviously. But if you grew up playing any sort of Tiger Woods golf, you you probably know that course fairly well because it was uh it was played quite a bit. But yeah, this is uh, I'd say this is more of an off week for the PGA Tour, and and you got Live Golf down in uh, Mexico this week as well. So I'm kind of curious to see what the ratings are Com- comparison because um, you got kind of Probably got not more stars on on live this week, but probably more well known names than than uh, than are playing on the PGA this week. Oh yeah, man, definitely have to uh, do do some research on that. Uh, pop up, pop, pop a little five dollars on that on that one. Yeah, look at Sun J M. I think I hit the last two or three outside of a little uh, fiasco I had when I pulled out early, but still, so like, <laughs> you you would have hit. You did hit it. You just hit it for less money than you would have if you just closed your eyes and let it play out. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I need to do when when it comes to uh, uh, PGA, PGA bets going forward. Then uh, I think that's it for uh, sports. I know uh, mm-hmm. March Madness is coming up, but um, oh yeah, you want the? How about the situation down in Alabama? Yeah, man, that's uh, that I maybe mean, that's you can't make that up, man. That's just. Uh, that's just a crazy situation, man. Uh, um, just looks bad on the players, on the on the coaches, on the the school, everybody. It's what not. Do think that, what do you th- What do you think they end up doing with? Uh, I mean, you know, Brandon Miller's, you know, probably going to be a, an All American uh, on the court at least. Alabama's the number two team in the country right now. I mean, what What do you think that this that they do? I mean. Honestly, I think what I think they're gonna do is probably maybe suspend them maybe for the rest of the regular season, before, and then let let him come back once the uh, uh, conference tournament starts. But as far as the coaching staff, I mean, a few people are definitely gonna have to go on leave for a while. For how long, I don't know. It's just too many parties at fault here. That uh, yeah, that it's just like uh, no matter. I feel like no matter what, how much they do. It's not going to be enough unless they, you know, people start getting fired or kicked off the team, which I think they're not going to do. 
Yeah, I, it's, it's it's definitely tough because it's like you don't want to you don't want to rush to judgment and and suspend the guy and then turn out that it he didn't do anything. But at the same time, it's like if there's any any sniff of this guy being around that, and it sounds like there's a lot of a lot of smoke around it that it, you gotta you gotta suspend him. And then the coach, I mean, Nate Oates just looks terrible. You know, coming out and saying that you know we can't control everything that they do, and you know it's wrong place, wrong 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 situation or you know whatever whatever he ended up saying but like you know bad bad timing on on where where miller was well not really because he was asked to bring a gun to a guy who ended up killing someone so um you know he didn't pull the trigger but he certainly didn't you know stop the situation from happening yeah that's what's just too many parties at fault that you can't even like like everybody like (laughs) the whole building's got to burn um, yeah, right. but ultimately the school is not going to let that happen because, you know, um, they, they want their team to win and just to, it's going to generate, yeah. it's just, uh, you know, college sports generates so much revenue for some of these schools that, that, I mean, they, they'd rather just take the backlash and not have to worry about their pockets. Mm-hmm. Yep. Unfortunately, but it's going to be, it's going to be a very interesting story to watch. Yep. Agreed. Just because, uh, like I said, they may suspend him a few games, but once that conference tournament starts, everybody, everybody's probably going to be back because uh, that's because yeah. you got to get you got to get in the tournament. And uh, it's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right, so we got a uh, uh, Chipotle steak tacos tonight. Um, okay. Start off by uh, roasting some veggies. So I had a poblano pepper, red pepper, red onion that I, uh, I sliced up, uh, roasted in the oven for a half hour with some olive oil, salt, pepper, and then some cabbage, red cabbage. I did the same. Uh, sliced it up again, roasted it in the in the uh, in the uh, oven for a half hour just to get a little uh, a little crisp on the on the slaw. Uh, so while that was happening, then took the um, uh, made the chipotle sauce. So just a can of uh, the chipotle and adobo, honey, olive oil, fresh orange juice, and some orange uh, zest in there, and uh, mix that all together. Season with salt and pepper after, and then so once the veggies are done, pulled those out. Uh, mixed uh, some of the sauce up with the with the with the veggies after I diced them, you know, diced all the peppers and onions up, uh, added it in with the, the cabbage, uh, mixed that all together with the chipotle sauce, and then uh, steak, uh, just a skirt steak. Uh, really just kept it pretty basic, salt and pepper seasoning. Fried it up on the grill for about three minutes aside, and then cut that up nice and thin, and then took the the corn tortillas and and uh, uh, torched them on the uh, the open flame on the stove uh, for a couple seconds to get a little char. Okay. And so uh, yeah, so then throw the slaw on the bottom, steak on top. Uh, you can throw a little uh, queso fresco on there, and then uh, topped it with some more of the chipotle sauce, and you got your taco. Oh, nice. Did you uh when when you eat tacos, do you uh normally put anything extra on there or just whatever whatever it is? Uh... Um, it depends. It depends what I'm in the mood for. Sometimes I'll uh. You know, I think my typical go-tos are avocado, um, queso fresco, uh, uh, hot sauce, 
Yeah, sometimes like a pico de gallo. If I have cilantro, I'll use that. Uh, but yeah, typically it just depends on on the style. Yeah, I normally like to get some pico, sour cream. It depends. Maybe some. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I'd be taking that uh that uh barbecue um, hot sauce from Chipotle sometimes mm-hmm. until I can uh, find somewhere that sells it. But yeah. Um. So it all depends. But it also depends on what kind of taco it is. So. Yeah, no, I hear you. But you can't be adding like uh, like like you get a shrimp taco. Not really, not really gonna put no sour cream on there. Gonna put yeah, some uh, yeah. other other type of stuff. So For it sure. all depends. And then uh, what you guys drink that down with? So today, because it's uh, it's National Margarita Day. I don't know if you noticed that, but uh, <laughs> it's always some some sort of day. But uh, so I went with the habanero margarita. Okay. Uh, so. You know, to, to do these multiple ways, but you know, there's there's a mix that I like. I think I've mentioned it on here before. That's good, but uh, to do it fresh, uh, typically I like to soak uh, some habaneros in tequila, and then I take uh, lime juice, fresh lime juice, uh, some simple syrup, uh, triple sec, and then um, and then uh, a couple uh, ounces of the, the habanero infused tequila. Um, shake that all up together, some ice, and then. Uh, I just use a regular salted rim. Some people like to use the the, the spicy salt, but that's uh, a little overboard for me. So yeah, just a simple salt, uh, regular salt with uh, that habanero mixture, and I think that that triple sec and the the simple syrup give it a little sweetness and kind of cuts that heat a little bit. But you still get the heat uh, on the back end. It's a it's really a, it's it's probably my favorite type of margarita to have. Sounds pretty good though. I'm not gonna lie, man. Yeah, it's delicious. Is that is that one your favorite, or uh, do you have other ones that uh, are your favorite? That one's probably my my favorite. Um, I'm not really big into like the the fruity ones. You know, there's a you know like a cucumber jalapeno ones are good too. I like those. Those are are refreshing. But yeah, I would say this the, the standard habanero infused margarita is probably my my favorite. Oh man, as I said. Do, do they make that frozen? Oh, you can make frozen, yeah, absolutely. I never had that one frozen. I might have to uh, do some gotta, research. So, so, so you gotta ask for it sometimes because sometimes they're not on the menu. So I, I, I always ask. I'm just like, hey, do you have a spicy margarita? And then they say yes. I just say it. so. Sometimes they do jalapeno infused. Sometimes they have like uh, there's a there's a tequila. It's a jalapeno jalapeno cucumber tequila like. I had a guy pull out some ghost pepper tequila one time. So it, it you know, it, it, it depends on the place, but I always ask. If you like it, a good spicy margarita, you, you just, you ask them, they'll figure it out. Yeah, man, I've never had a, a frozen one. Um, I'm to oh, yeah. It's, it's easy. Just throw it all in there, throw some ice in the blender, and you're good to go. Yeah, but sometimes, sometimes it's not the same. Some people don't, uh, they, they don't know how to mix well when it comes to frozen compared to uh, the regular, like, mm-hmm. normal drink. So, yeah. Well, definitely, I'll ask for it next time. So, oh yeah, and uh, that's JD's bites and brew, everybody. And then uh, for this week for the BRRs, I mean, pretty much we're going through the same shows. Um, these shows are get, keeping us alive, keeping us afloat. <laughs> I mean, these three shows right here is a trifecta. It's gonna be a shame when when they end. I don't know what the hell we're gonna do with ourselves on the Sunday. <laughs> but we had Last of Us, another good episode. Your boy uh, Joel. You know, finally meets his brother. Um, mm-hmm. He kind of, kind of almost uh, abandoned ship here, but uh, you know, homegirl got him back on track. So, but then you know, 
got uh got shanked. So uh, <laughs> we have to wait to see what happens. I was like, oh, I can't like this. Come on, man. Uh, we have to wait to see what happens yeah. next week, man. Yeah, I don't think it ends like that. But yeah, it was just kind of one of those things. It's like, come on, like this this how we're gonna do it? Some some weirdo in eastern Colorado is gonna shank him, and that's that's the end of it. He made it all the way. Give me a break. Yeah, I, I'm kind of interested to see how the, the rest of this season plays out. It looks like next week they're going to go into a little bit more of a backstory on um, Ellie, mm-hmm. uh, how she grew up or, or whatever. So, but but yeah, I, uh, it was it was kind of cool that you know that little setup that they had there in in uh, Wyoming or or northern Colorado, wherever they were, um, self sustaining yep. and, and mm-hmm. tying into the power and all that. That was pretty cool. I, I would just been like. You know what? I'm good here, guys. I'm just gonna stay here. Yeah, but I think I think ultimately, you know, he still wants to get her over to the he does um to the west, so to say, so uh, they can yeah, figure out the cure. Yeah, he wants. Yeah, exactly. They want they want to get to that point, um, which I I get to. But I'm I'm also interested to see where where they went, where they went from Colorado. Sounds like it looks like Salt Lake City, maybe, but yeah. Um, but that's you know, are, they gonna, are they gonna get to Salt Lake City and then they're not gonna be there? Like it's kind of a moving target well yeah that's what they said that might be the case because remember he's looking at the map and on that map he saw it had um it had like um i don't say dots but all the three different uh people like colors moving towards one area so Mm -hmm. um i wonder if things change so then we had our other show that you caught up on i mean we had mayor of kingstown um (laughs) uh like i said man uh, but you know, between this show and uh, Your Honor, I mean, these the second seasons are better than the first, especially for Mayor. Man, they got a lot going on. Your boy Mike is messing up. Looks like he's uh, getting it together. But then um, ultimately, some stuff happened at the end of the episode where the guy that's supposed to sign the, the paper to get uh, Bunny out got shot up. I'm not sure about who, but um, man, it's, it, this is just uh, he just can't catch a break. Yeah, I'm curious to see who who uh, who did that, who ordered that hit, um, and did, does uh, does the ADA now lady there can she sign off on on maybe Bunny getting out quicker? Yeah, um, or does it does it just kind of delay things some more? Because uh, I think Bunny's time is run run short in the, in the, in prison there. I wouldn't say it's running short, but I think he's just gonna it's gonna force him to do stuff he doesn't want to do, and then now he's gonna uh, potentially be stuck in jail um yeah yeah that uh, that's what i meant like his his time is running short of of actually making it out of jail alive or you know, without a, a, a lifetime yeah man so i mean and then the uh, then the fact that uh i feel like it might get to the point where he's running things so much that from the jail that he just doesn't even care anymore he's just fucking shit up for everybody so yeah yeah he's kinda, i kind of like feel bad for him like he's uh he's always been like helpful to the, to the cause the, that, you know, Mike and, and even before Mike, his brother, yeah. uh, were, were doing. And, and now it's like, you know, they kind of they kind of screwed him. I think Bunny can understand why they did, but now it's like, all right, we're t- it's, this is taking way too long. Yeah, you just got to make the best of the situation. So, and then the other the other situation with uh, Homeboy, because he got, he got all his bonds. I wonder if it was him that shot the, uh, the DA up. Could be. Um, Milo. Yeah. Milo's still out there chilling, chilling in the damn church. So and no, no one believes. No one believes. Uh, you know, Mike, that Milo's still out there. They don't want to believe it. 
yeah, we haven't found the body or anything. So, uh, you know, we don't we don't think he's uh, we don't think he's alive. Right. But it's only gonna get worse because uh, yeah. I think you know now they, now he knows that uh, they found the stuff. He, he wants it back. He does. Then uh, our third show, we had Your Honor. I mean. Um, this one, I'm not, this one I'm not caught up on. Oh man, what what, what was I the last, the last one? episode? Was, I, I I didn't watch this last week's episode. Yeah, man. Yeah, another good episode, man. Um, they tie up some loose ends uh, with some uh, history about you know about his wife and stuff like that, which uh, leads us to some new discoveries of uh, some stuff that went on. Uh, I don't want to give it away. Okay. So we're gonna catch up tomorrow. Yeah, man. It's going down in that too, man. It's just and, it's and, heating up. Yeah, and I'm I'm interested to see how they're gonna catch uh uh what's his name? Um um the 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 bad guy, what's his name? Um Baxter. Yeah. I'm interested to see how they're gonna get Baxter tied up and all this stuff. So mm. yeah, he's been pretty good about kind of dodging all that stuff. Yeah, but now now that they uh got him in the in the deal now, I'm interested to see how uh the FBI girl is gonna try to uh, tie everything up to to get him arrested, or because mm-hmm. remember, uh, homeboy was like, they're either gonna get him or he's about to be, uh, you know, owner of the casino. So yeah, and don't get me wrong, I feel like I feel like all these shows trying to do damn casinos, like when it comes to like big, uh, you know, big uh, business laundering easy. money. It's, it, yeah, as I say, it's easy to easy to launder money through casinos. That's why. I feel like it got to be something else they can do besides uh. It's all it's all cash on the table. So you throw a couple, you know, throw some, throw some extra dollars in there. Oh, I'm sure because uh, there's too much money that runs through a casino on a daily basis. So. Yep, exactly. And then outside of that, just some other shows I'm checking out. Like I said before, The Wolf Factor, Rig, Mayfair Witches, Cues, All of Us. And then I went to see uh, I went to see the uh, the Quantumania man, the boy Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had to rate the movie, probably give it like a seven point seven out of eight. It was okay, solid movie. Um, the bad guy, uh, Kang, was great, but the fact <laughs> I don't want to give it away. Um, some stuff happens during the movie. I don't. Ant Man just doesn't do it for me though. Um, it, 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 that's some. Sometimes it's just too too comedic. He's not like serious enough at times. Mm-hmm. Um, even when he is serious, it's kind of like jokingly serious. So. Mm-hmm. But this is pretty much just uh, kind of like the setup for what's to come. So I don't want to give it away, but um, Kang is pretty much going to be the, our uh, our major villain going forward for the next phase of Marvel movies. I'm just interested to see how they play it all out, because ultimately what happens is it's going to be different um, timelines, universes going at it with each other for supremacy. So don't be surprised if we see multiple uh, superheroes or supervillains uh, going at it in the next upcoming year. So, and uh, I think that's pretty much it, man. Nice. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>